ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a, another episode of Who Gave Us a Mic. I am Adam Harris, along with Ken Miller. How's everybody doing today? What's up, bro? What is this, episode three, I guess? Episode three. We're banging them out now. We're getting into a good rhythm. I have to say, doing That's this remotely makes this a lot easier, because you can do it like well, a lot more. so much easier. And we can do it a lot more spontaneously, where it's like, you know, what's tonight? Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. And uh, it's like, yo, Tuesday, you want to have a couple of beers? Is it? You're missing today there. I know quarantine oh lasts a little while. <laughs> Damn. Fucking dude. with me, man. Do you get that way right now where you just like forget what day it is almost? Yeah, pretty much. Or I just, they all start running together. Um, I went, I finally went to the office on Monday, or I've been going to the office, but I felt obligated to finally put on like, jeans. Like I was going to the office previously and I was just wearing a hoodie and a pair of shorts. And I was like, I should probably be an adult and maybe try to put on actual pants instead of just be like, screw it. Yeah, I feel like that's Cheers. so underestimated to like, um, not like get done up, but like wear normal people clothes, like jeans, <laughs> and, you know, maybe like a polo or a button down shirt. And um, I just feel like it completely changes your mindset. It does. I've been at least trying to get into somewhat of a rhythm where I wake up in the morning, take a shower, make a pot of coffee and all those things and try to make some semblance of normalcy where it's not just utter chaos where I wake up, plop myself on the couch and I start eating Cheetos right out of the bag. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, any um, routine. Yeah, I was going to say any routine really helps. It's super underrated. I feel like you need one or you're just going to miss days like you just did. Basically, yeah, because it's just hard to – they all start running together. And then when I'm – like I'll be working on the weekends because you're just set up to work remotely now. So you'll just wake up and be like, yeah, well, I'll bust out a few hours of work because what else am I going to do? It's just like any other day. So at that point, then you're just working every day when you're at home and it just starts blurring all together. And you're like – You know what's hilarious about working from home is all the people I hear say they're so unproductive working from home. But like that's – basically what i do i'm either working out of a hotel or out of my house i don't understand how not working in office makes you less productive yeah and that's something unless it's something you need to be at for some reason but i don't i don't understand how it makes you less productive yeah it's something with this whole thing where it happened more to like the stay-at-home order for us and i was like well your job doesn't change because you've never actually had a set office you're either on the road or working from home 24 7 so it's just basically like okay this is a normal monday for me Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't fully grasp how like it's that much harder to get shit done. Like just get it done. Really, it's different now. You know, I have a kid. So I understand like it's a pain in the ass to work for kids. I get that. But to be like you know, a lot of the people I'm hearing from do not have children and they're just like being lazy and I don't get how I just don't understand that how it's harder. I can kinda get it. And I mean, that's kind of what this episode we're going to really detail around is probably managing people during this whole thing and how it differs from managing people when you're actually in an office. And maybe you can give some insight, too, on people who are managing from remotely for the first time ever and how you've kind of dealt with it um, and how I'm dealing with it. But like you are somebody who always works remotely, how you I mean, you've been managed properly and what kind of things you would like to or like what a good manager does remotely to really benefit you and push you yeah um yeah i'm kind of excited to hear how you do shit so differently like uh than what you're used to you know people i talk to now they're like 
what are you utilizing? Are you utilizing video conferences and blah, blah, blah? I'm like, I'm utilizing my fucking cell phone and email like I have for the last six years. Like, well, let's not overthink this, people. Yeah, it's not ideal, but it's not the end of the world where it needs to change um, everything you're used to. Yeah, like, I mean, you saw the boom in Zoom. Didn't mean to rhyme right there. But, like, all of a sudden everybody's using Zoom to have all these video conferences and these meetings. And I don't know why you need to do that because what do you need to see somebody for when you could just be like, hey, um, we'll pick up the phone and have a phone call conversation about what's going on. Exactly. Exactly. Even Yeah, I don't know. It is funny, though. Do you use this all the time? And I'm like, uh, am I showing them product right now? Like, um, no. So then why the fuck would I ask them to get on a video conference? I agree. I don't. I don't understand the benefit of that. And I mean, that's what we've been doing is basically just emails and phone calls is how we've been managing right now. And it, it seems to be working fine. I mean, I don't think there's going to be like, I don't see the benefit if somebody were to send me an email about their update or what they're trying to do or trying to accomplish for the day, how that would be any different than if they just video conference me. If anything, I'd feel more awkward. Like, I don't want to see you on my computer screen right now. Like, no, I don't yeah. want that. Like, send I mean, me I guess it's beneficial if you feel like they're not doing anything based off of, like, deadlines getting um, extended too far or, like, not getting – things aren't getting done quick enough. Then, like, yeah, maybe you want to see them on a video chat every once in a while to make sure they're actually uh, working and not just running around. But, you know, other than that. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, have you seen people like there's a whole thing like BuzzFeed of like 20 hilarious pictures of people um, working from home. And I say this in air quotes and being on video conferences and they have like a button down shirt on top, but then they're wearing just their underwear and slippers <laughs> underneath of it. So it's like, OK, yeah, it looks like you're being productive, but are you really or did you just like throw something on really quick because you just got out of bed? And you're like, yeah, let me jump onto this video conference. Yeah, which I guess brings us into. One of the topics I want to talk about is, you know, how are you managing people? Because you're so used to working in office, um, you know, like we already established, this is besides people being closed, this is just another another Wednesday for me. But uh, you know, you and your team being so used to being in an office every single day, you know, how have you been? Um, how have you changed? Has your management style changed? Um, are you more hands on, more hands off, and you know, how are you still accomplishing your daily tasks? Um, I would say the first thing is, and it took me a little bit, I would say the first couple of days, to – you got to be – and we talked about it on the last podcast about how you're dealing with customers in this, but the same things people that I'm managing is you have to be very empathetic and very understanding because now people are at home, and you don't know what their home life is. You don't know if they have eight cats or you – know, I mean there are significant others there or their kids are home from school, and they're having to try to deal with this all now. And they're not just stuck in the office where they have eight hours a day to occupy themselves to just work. They have other distractions around them. So initially, it took me a little while to like understand that, okay, you're at home and you, you know, you're not going to be as productive as you would be at the office. And you kind of have to be understanding about that. You can't be like, why aren't you at your computer at 8 a.m. till 5 p.m. every single day? That's just unrealistic to do that. And once you kind of get that, you kind of, understand what they're going through and you lower like the next thing i talk about is like expectations once you lower those a little bit it makes it a little bit easier to move forward because i know the first couple weeks or first couple days i was like why isn't this getting done now what are we doing with this why aren't we getting this done that and it was just a learning curve from going from seeing everybody day in and day out to just talking to them through a few emails throughout the day 
So it's uh, do you have anybody that's being more productive, or is it just overall kind of uh, lowering productivity being home? Um, there's a couple of our project managers that would actually say are being more productive right now, due to the fact that we only have a handful of projects currently going on in the field right now, and most of the time we have probably 25 projects. So now that the fact that there's only four or five going they can really delve into the nitty-gritty of each project that's, let's say, going to start after this all ends and really do a lot of deep work and a lot of setup and prep work for these projects that they probably wouldn't be able to get to if we were running full bore right now because they'd be putting out fires day in and day out just trying to keep the field operations going. So you have some of that, and then you have some people that have, I guess their productivity has just fallen off because it's, at least for me, I can even testify to the fact that your productivity kind of slacks, and it's easy to be a little bit lazy and procrastinate a little bit more when you're working at home. So I would say it's a, a mix, but there's definitely people whose productivity has stepped up due to the fact that this whole quarantine has hit us. Are you going to have those people um, stay at home more that have stepped up, or are you still going to uh, – like are you going to make them come to the office every day, or do you see in the future where you might have them just – you know, kind of do their thing, work from home, and come in the office. I think it's a really good point, and I think it's a good conversation to have that the flexible schedule and not having everybody in the office for 40 hours a week but still being able to accomplish the same thing is possible. So I definitely think there's people in our office right now who are being as productive, if not more productive, working from home and, like, doing that composite where, let's say, they come into the office for two days a week and then work from home three days. And they're, we're getting the same level of output from them as we were if they were in the office 40, 40 hours a week. So it's like, well, okay, well, why don't we just keep doing that? Because I could probably say that 90% of our employees, office employees, would be perfectly happy. You're like, oh, I could spend two days a week at home and have more of a flexible schedule. So it's something that once this whole thing ends, it's definitely a conversation that we're going to have about is it really necessary to have everybody in here from – eight to five every single day, 40 hours a week? Or is it that there's enough trust with all these people that they can be just as productive, if not more productive, working from home? Yeah, I'm a big advocate on working from home if you can. I hate, hate with a burning passion working in an office. So I'd much rather, uh, I'd much rather work at home. I just feel like I'm so much more productive. I'd rather put in my headphones and just put my head down and just go than having people come up to me and talk to me like every 30 seconds about things that aren't really relative and it just kind of gets in the way of me. that's just me anyway no and you're not wrong about that and i don't know if it's working from home but just being in the office right now and me being almost the only person in there half the time because we're trying to social distance so if it, there's two people in there it's like no contact um, but when i'm doing that i can take off a set of drawings and just burn through them and go through them with so much detail and so much quicker because my phone's not blowing up Every day, putting out fires. There's not people coming to my office going, hey, what are we doing with this? My phone's not ringing. And it's just – it's amazing how much more productive you can actually be when you have some quiet time. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that. I don't think I could do what I do if I had to work in an office every day. I just feel like I don't get nearly nearly as much done, especially if I'm having like an important phone call. with. The, I mean I guess it's a little different, but like you still have phone calls with customers. Like I don't want – like. I don't want my customer hearing people in the background. I don't want to be distracted. You know, I'd rather just be at home in an op- in my like home office, door shut and no sound. 
Yeah, and I can see both sides of it. Me, I like being in the office because it's almost like my arena, you could say. Like, I love walking into the office. I love putting in my headphones and, like, just going through that door. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready to get after it today. Because my my day, I mean, you, you know how it is. Your day-to-day is so chaotic that I like going to the office. If I got to put in 12 hours, I put in 12 hours. And then I try to leave it at the office as much as possible. And my house is kind of my safe space away from all that chaos. So when that starts mingling, like now working from home is mingling into my safe space, it's kind of hard to like ramp that up and get that like energy like, all right, let me go fuck shit up today. But when I get in the office, I just feel that. If that makes any sense. No, I don't get that at all. <laughs> it's just me. Like when I'm at, the, I'm at the office, I'm like, I'm working. I'm here to work. That's it. When you're at home, you're like, ooh, I wonder what's on Food Network. Oh, is Guy Fieri? Oh, where's he at? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's just like other distractions for me. You know, me yeah. from my shiny objects. Yeah, but I think it's more of a, like people that are getting shit done at work, uh, unless you absolutely have to be around people for your job so you can just like run in the next room, ask a question, run back. It's easier. Totally get it. But if you're just being distracted, I feel like it's a discipline issue. And like the, you, your productivity – if you don't have kids, I feel like it really shouldn't slow down. If you don't have kids at home with you, like, nagging at you all day, it oh, really shouldn't slow you down at home, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I would agree with you, and it's – I can see – but I'm now, I mean, if you're not set up that great remotely, like, say – I know for us, some of the issues we yeah, have Yeah, for sure. Into, I'm saying if you have, like, a home office, you know. Oh, uh, if you have a home office. You with, like, three computer screens and you have a laptop. Yeah, I can definitely see all that. But I'm saying, you know, if – uh. If you your have, home life mimics your office life pretty similarly. Yeah, you should yeah. be able to be just a productive at home. Yeah. So yeah, you know, basically what I'm asking is like that person that is being productive and they're, you know, they're like, hey, I'll, uh, I'd rather just work from home, you know, two three days a week. And at home, they go and purchase the two monitors or whatever they need to have the same office set up. Like, do you think in the future is that something companies will do? Because then, you know, you can lease more office space and uh, there's, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do with that cash than having a giant office that you don't need. I don't know. Do we hit on this podcast or it might've been a pre conversation you and I had previously about something, but I genuinely thought that after this, there was going to be a lack of, or lack of need for office space. Cause I think people are going to realize that they can work remotely and be as just as efficient. So you're going to get a lot of these bigger companies that they're like, well, we don't need 200 people in this office building right now when we can have 100 of them work remotely and they'll still be able to get their job done just as efficiently so we can cut overhead by cutting down the amount of office space we need. So I think that's actually going to happen with a lot of companies. Yeah, I guess it was a roundabout way of me asking the question I was trying to get to. <laughs> no, yeah, and I think it's I think it's definitely going to happen. And I think you're also going to have people who are going to come back in the office and be like, Why? Like, I can get this done at home. And they're going to go to the boss and be like, look, I can get this all done at home. Why do you need me in here? Like, why don't we just do this? And I think you're going to have a lot of people working composite hours where they're going to work some at home, some at the office, and all this stuff like that. But I definitely think the this is going to change the norm of the 9 to 5, 40-hour work week. Yeah, I could definitely see that, especially as we slowly kind of open things up. You know, if it's really not necessary, I don't think – Companies can be like, all right, everybody back. Like, let's all come back in. You know, if it's not necessary to be there, I think they're going to slowly um, kind of integrate people in. And as long as you don't have like a really long lease deal, I think you're going to see a lot of these big businesses kind of cut back the overhead and their uh, 
their real estate, unless they, you know, yeah, they own I the do. building. But if they're, you know, if they're renting it, I can definitely see that come back. Or if they're leasing no, I, it, I should say. I would completely agree with you, and I don't think it's a bad thing because I forget. I read a book. I want to say it was a couple of years ago. And there was like three key things that made a happy employee, and one of the things was flexibility in their schedule. And they did like a test and study and all these people. And that was one of the key things all the time was flexibility schedule led to a happy employee. So if he lets people work from home when they want, that's a 33% of the boxes you have to check off to making a happy employee. So, and then shit. Yeah, but how do you make sure those happy employees are being productive? Actually doing what they say they're doing, being productive. And then if they're not, uh, then what do you do? Then do you make them come back in the office, I guess? Well, that was the first thing that – like what was one of the things that I had to deal with initially whenever this whole thing started was when you – like say you're in an office and there's however 20 of you, whatever it is, and you go to somebody, hey, I need you to get this done for me, right? You tell them to get it done, and then you see – you, they know you're, they're going to see you throughout the day, and they know if they don't get it done, you're going to be like, where's this at? And they're gonna, you're going to keep nagging at them and being on top of them, why, aren't, why isn't this done? So working remotely – when you say, hey, can you get this done for me, then it kind of pushes off, pushes off, pushes off. And they're like, well, it asked for it on Monday, and it's Tuesday. He hasn't said anything to me, and I'll just – I'll wait till he need, really, really, really needs it. So that would be my advice to anybody working remotely is be very, very direct about your expectations for people. If you need something done by Wednesday, tell them you need it done by Wednesday. Don't go, hey, it's Monday. Let me know or just can you get this done for me? You're like, look, I need this done by Wednesday at 4 p.m. Get this done for me. Because when you're direct with your expectations. Shouldn't you be doing that office? Shouldn't you be doing that office or out of office? Like there should be some type of direction when you need something done. Yeah, I, there's definitely a priority list, but if it's something where it's like, hey, I need get this done for me. It's easier when you're telling somebody that opposed to over the e- email. I think it's a lot more forceful in person than it is over an email. So I think you have to be a lot more, like I said, specific and direct about what you want and when you need it done by, opposed to just going, hey, get this done for me. That's at least the issues I've come across is that if you don't give people specific deadlines as much as possible working remotely, it doesn't get done nearly as quickly as it would if you were to give that same prompt in person. I suppose. I mean, I I think I still think it's a. I don't know if discipline is the right word, but you know, if my if my boss is going, hey, uh, can you do this? I'm not putting it off till until you know the following Tuesday, just because I'm working from home or working in the office. You know, I'm getting it to him. But in you've never had to take an you've never had to take an order from your boss. Let's say, I mean, for the most part, person to person, it's usually over email, so you know whenever he asks for something, he needs it then. I just feel like it's a different tone than in person. In office. I worked in an office for like three years before this. Then you hated your life. Yeah, I mean that brings us back to the point where I hate working in an office. <laughs> you hate barriers. You hate being well, um, regardless. Um, yeah, I think you like it's your boss. I mean, I don't think they're saying, "Hey, can you give me this?" Whenever you the how you feel like it. Yeah. Um. I like I said, I just feel like it's a lot more forceful in person opposed to through an email. That's just me, and especially to. What I try to do in these emails is at least when we talk about empathy, but kind of like understand where your employees are. Like I'll always make like some self-deprecating joke about myself or something that in the email, like, hey, you know, 
I know it's really hard to uh, get motivated to do all these things during quarantine, you know what I mean? Because you're working from home and there's a couch and a TV and all these things like that. And, you know, give them, give them a little bit of myself and like an understanding and then go, but, you know, we really need to get this done. We really need to get this done by Wednesday. So let's just push to get it done, even though I understand it's pretty hard to work from home sometimes. And how do they respond to that? Most of the time when you're understanding about it, they're a lot more likely to move forward and actually be productive opposed to you being the you know staunchy assholes like I'm working 80 hours a week. Why aren't you doing the same level of production as me? All this shit, yada, yada, yada. When we both know that's not the case. So I think if you give a little bit of yourself and make them understanding that you're, you too are being affected by this quarantine, this pandemic, then you're not like the elitist and they're a lot more likely to work with you when you're trying to, you're part of the team, I guess you could say. Yeah, I think there's a, I think there's a fine line though between um, finding common ground and giving them an excuse. But um, I don't want to get in the weeds of that too much. <laughs> we can I do an entire to, episode on common ground. Yeah, I don't want to get in the weeds of that too much. We got a half hour, so I want to touch on one last. Thing. We're already at a half hour. I want to touch on one last thing. Um, you know, so we went over the team, but how are you managing, you know, yourself, your own time? Because you're not used to working from home either. So you know, how are you? managing your own time and making sure you're not getting lost in Netflix or, or doing something unproductive. Like we talked about the very beginning of this, what I've done is tried to maintain some semblance of a routine. Like if it was, if I was still working in the office, I'd wake up, I'd go take a shower and I'd go to work, go get a cup of coffee. Once I got to the office, obviously not going to the office. So if I can't wake up, take a shower, make a pot of coffee. And I don't even think about touching the TV. You know what I mean? I just, go right to my laptop, start doing stuff and start diving right into work. Cause I feel like it's so easy to dive into like a Netflix series and all of a sudden you're like, all right, another half hour. Oh, another half hour. Oh, another half hour. And all of a sudden 8 a.m. turns into noon and you're like, oh shit, I have to get this, this, and this done. So just keeping some semblance of a routine. And I like to try to segregate. I would recommend to people don't put your laptop on your coffee table in front of your TV. Don't. You wouldn't have a TV from oh, sitting in front of you. Sure. But do you know how many people are probably sitting there like, oh, hey, I'm going to watch The Office and put my laptop down and write off some emails. You wouldn't have that luxury at work, so why do it at home? Find a quiet corner, quiet space, like you would yeah, be regularly gonna, If you want like some background, music, some background noise and like music or podcast, but definitely don't put on like visual background, you know, where it's going to draw your attention off it. I wouldn't even say – I wouldn't even say that, but don't even just – sit on the couch like find a almost an uncomfortable chair that you're in and just go somewhere like that that's not your usual safe space like you know i mean you get home from work and you're used to plopping down on the couch and watching tv okay you don't have a couch at yeah work. i like to sit in you the, have, i like to sit in an office or stand i like i like to stand because I, I don't know it just makes me more productive standing but um you know when we talk about routine and uh you, you said it a few times i think i really think routine also drives discipline and if you can stay in some type of routine during this, it'll keep you um, disciplined enough not to go like sit on the couch. If your routine's like you said every day, wake up, take a shower, drink a pot of coffee, go directly into your office, then that you're gonna be way more productive than if you're just like, eh, I'm gonna get up and whatever, I'll make some eggs, I'll sit on the couch, watch a TV show, and then like I'll get to work an hour later. 
Yeah, because you're like, ah, well, it's, you know, quarantine, so. Yeah, no, I think it was our uh, boy Jocko who said discipline equals freedom. Um, Mm -hmm. And no truer words have been said. And if you have some schedule or some routine that you keep yourself into, it's a lot easier to continue your day-to-day and you don't lose track of what you're doing. And you continue that level of productivity. So it's, you also, but that is like me as a manager, you have to determine what kind of employees are able to have that level of discipline working from home and what aren't and others who aren't like we have nobody working in our office, but we have like an email chain going like, Hey, I need to go in the office for X. I need to go in the office for Y. And you know, we have a constant line of communication about who's going to be in the office and when so that there's social distancing and nobody really interacts with each other as much as possible. So then you have to figure out who can work from home productively and who can't. And then you tell the people who can't like, Hey, look, there's not going to be anybody in the office Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Why don't you go into the office those days, get your stuff done through the week, get it all, you know I mean, taken care of. And, you know what I mean? So then Monday and Friday, you're still working from home, but you're not doing the bulk of your work. So you have to kind of figure out which people you can't or need that extra little bit of discipline and which ones don't. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for those people, man. I'd be working my balls off never to go back in the office again. I'd be like, look how much work I'm getting done. Look how much work I'm getting done. Well, there's some people who need discipline. There's Um, a lot of people that don't even need discipline. They just love being in an office. Um, I'm just not one of those people. Yeah, there's a lot of people that just something about going to the office they really like. And, you know, they're productive at home and productive in the office. But uh, it's just something kind of like you said. I, I love like being in the office. It. I just do. It's just something, like I said, it's just my arena. Like I like just being there and I like the grind of it. I love it. It just, it makes me happy. And being at home with, you know, just idle hands gives me like, you know, I start twitching a little bit. I need like some kind of semblance of like, all right, let's go. I'm not work. Let's go fuck some shit up today. It could also be different for me too. So I mean, you know, I'm in sales and I don't do what you do. And I, when I'm talking to a big customer, like I, I don't want people in the background chatting and I don't want people in front of me like moving and me getting distracted. I want to just be focused on uh, doing whatever the call is about. I don't want all the other distractions. So, you know, it could be because the industry I'm in or the job I have to. Well, that would be my only my other piece of advice um, for people who are managing people from home is to make sure you keep the line of communication amongst all the people you're managing open. Because you'd be surprised really and truly how much conversation is started just by walking past somebody in an office or at the, you know, what do they call it, the water cooler in the break room, all that stuff like that, where it spurs a conversation about a subject that you're like, oh, shit, I wouldn't have thought about that. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So having like daily phone calls, daily emails and just having people really talk about like what's going on and really engaged with what they're doing is really beneficial because if people aren't thinking about working really engaged with what they're trying to do while they're working at home, you're going to miss out on a lot of things that would have been very, oh, at the forefront while you're at the office. So just always keep that line of communication and always be pressing for more questions. Always be pressing for, hey, what's going on? Hey, what do you think about this? Always post questions opposed to hoping that they'll reach out to you. Yeah, I mean, even when you're back in the office, communication is definitely key. I think this is a good place to end it on. Uh, The last thing I'll touch on is, uh, you know, with this going on, this is a great time if you are managing people to be interested in their self-development and uh, in your development on how to make your employees better. So I I definitely think sit down, take this time. If you carve out, uh, you know, an hour a week or hour biweekly per employee and, uh, you know, if you don't have a huge team 
and really just kind of dig into what's their next steps in the career. What do they want to do and how are they going to get there and see how you can help? You got anything yeah. else? No, I mean, just to stem off of that real quick is that develop relationships with them too, because now you're interacting with them in their home life, which is a separate entity than them at their work life. So, you know what I mean? Talk to them because they'll open up and be like, oh yeah, I just took the dog for a walk and, you know, the wife is making dinner and like post questions like, oh, what's your dog's name? Oh, you know, what are the kids doing with, you know, being out of school? And then you can find out a lot more about them because they're at home talking about it than you would maybe if they were in the office. And then that just develops a bond. That. That's what we call uh, Jahari's window, which we'll go to into in a later episode. <laughs> yes. So, but yeah, I mean, that's a big thing is then you develop a relationship with these people where you know more about them and you can actually grow from this whole experience. Yeah, I think it's good to wrap up. I agree. No, so um, I don't know. This is episode three. I'm Adam Harris. This is episode three of the Who uh, gave business us a side. Mic? The business yeah, side, yes, the it business, is the business side, business. yeah. Well, so we'll have we'll have some fun episodes coming soon too, uh, which we'll number differently. That'll be more kind of about the beer, bourbon type of thing, uh, and then we'll have one called Live from the Cabin, which we'll dive into a little bit more about who we are and what we like to do. But this is episode three of the business side. Yeah. So thanks guys for listening. We enjoyed it and uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Thanks everybody.